Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Learn American English with This Guy. It's episode 52, and this episode comes from the YouTube channel, as usual these days. It's a two-hour live question-and-answer session that I did, and typically... People ask questions related to either American culture or learning English. And for the first time, my wife joins. And we go about two hours. And my wife, as I explain in the main part of the episode, is not an English teacher but she does have a wide variety of knowledge from staying fit and healthy during the quarantine because she is a physical education teacher. But she also has a unique perspective on being a woman in the United States because, of course, I am not. And a mom in the United States, again, I am not. So she adds uh, interesting opinion, different from mine, of course. And she has lived in the southern United States for longer than I did. She grew up in Alabama. And of course, the United States is a rather large country. Not as large as Russia, if you're listening from Russia or Canada. But we are with the fourth largest country, I believe. Slightly larger than Brazil, if you are listening from Brazil. I believe Brazil is fifth. But take that with a grain of salt, as I say often. I did not look up those statistics. But, nevertheless, the U.S. is a large country and very different in certain parts. I would like to give a shout-out to Cecilia. She left a very nice message, a voice message, which you can do if you listen on Anchor Podcasts. The audio is a little spotty, and I blame Anchor. I blame Anchor. Yes, I'm sorry, Anchor. Sometimes there are glitches. We call them glitches when there are little mistakes. But the audio is still very clear, and she is certainly extremely nice and very supportive of the YouTube channel and the Facebook page and, of course, this podcast. Hi, Brent. It's Cecilia from Argentina. Thank you very much for this podcast. I enjoyed it a lot. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Cecilia, from Argentina. And like I said, she is in the Facebook group. There are many people in the Facebook group who help each other out with English. It's a nice, small community, maybe 50 members. And all of them are extremely nice, extremely helpful. Uh, one guy, I, I had to give the boot. I had to kick him out. I don't. 
I don't know what his motives were, but he had put on there a post on the Facebook page, I need help. And immediately, Cecilia and some others said, okay, what can I help you with? Norma and Ibrahim. And he never responded. And he wrote a couple strange comments in other places. Not exactly mean or anything, just... I don't know. I, I I did have to get rid of him because it was just not if you know, if somebody asks for help and four or five people say, Oh, what do you need? You would expect them to say something, but they didn't. They didn't. But it is extremely nice and I know others have gotten together, I think I've said it before, and are helping each other with English. Very serious English learners. In fact, some of them, not sure, might speak better English than I do. Seriously. Uh, Cecilia, Fabio, and uh, some, some other, Lolly. I mean, just some really, really high-level English learners. Lots of them, most of them in there. I do want to mention the a contest that's still going on. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, so it's only Apple Podcasts, and it is ends in about six days from now, from when I'm recording, April 24th, 2020. If you want a one-on-one conversation with yours truly, with me, an English teacher, feel free to leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Please make sure it's five stars Help me out, please. And once you have done that, email me the nickname that you used, and I will enter you into the drawing. But it has to be Apple Podcasts. Sorry. And there are only maybe eight applicants. So your chances are pretty good, if that sounds like something you would be interested in, some tutoring, some conversation, just 30 minutes, ask many questions as you want. I've done it with a few other listeners, viewers. It's always a good time. I wish I could do it with everyone, but of course I only have so many hours in the day, and I try to make videos and podcasts to help as many people as possible. 109 countries the podcast has been heard in. Appreciate it. The top three I don't believe have changed. It's the United States, Italy, and Iran. So thank you for listening from wherever you are. 109 countries. Thank you. And this week we hit 25,000 listens and views between the podcast and the channel. And, of course, I can't watch my own stuff or listen to my own stuff 25,000 times. So, you guys, thank you. Thank you so much. And I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. It's long. It's, It's two hours, so... And I repeat the questions aloud 
if you want to see the video I will leave a link to that because you can see the live chat but I believe I repeat every question before I answer it and my wife does as well so thank you so much I will try to release a few more episodes before the contest ends please enter if you have any questions about it look me up on the Facebook page or maybe a comment on the YouTube channel or of course a voice message on anchor works thank you guys so much I promise I'm leaving now one more thank you thank you so much and I will see you next time when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping Kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right. What is going on? I'm always a little nervous when I, I start on here. Hope I don't mess up. All that stuff. My wife is just finishing up work. She is working until 4.30. And then she will come in here and talk about what it's like to be a mom in the United States and if you guys have any questions about that. Um, if you don't have any questions for her, I have a couple in my mind that I will ask her, but her main theme, her main idea to talk about will be being a mom, being a working mother in the United States. She is a teacher. So she could answer questions about that, but she's just not an English teacher. She teaches, um, we call it PE, physical education. Um, so and we call it gym. So like with basketballs, physical activity is what she teaches. And we do not teach at the same school. So I hope uh, you guys have had a good day so far and probably for most of you it's night and so I am sorry that we're going a little bit later than usual which is really good if you're living in the Americas you know I know Argentina and Brazil we're, we're fine it's still afternoon really really early evening the sun is still shining brightly as Rafael says hopefully I think you're from Brazil right Rafael hopefully uh, the sun is shining there seems like Whenever I think of Brazil, the sun is always shining in Brazil, but I'm probably wrong about that. And so uh, when she comes in, definitely if you guys want to ask questions, if there are no questions coming, then I'll ask questions. But um, And if you guys have any questions about um, English, you know, I can take those right now until she gets here. And yeah, Lolly, I can... I can, yeah, I can answer that right now. Lolly is wondering how long we've been married. It's a long time. A long time. We met um, when she was 19 and I was 20. So uh, April 28th of this year, it will be 
24 years, I believe. 24 years. Yeah, 24 years. We've been together and we got married in 2002. So we've been together for a long time, more more than half of our lives. So it's good to see a lot of uh, people in here. I know well, Mary, thank you. Ozma, Lolly, we, Trisha, bonjour. Rolfie's back, nice. Yeah, I was back on earlier, and it seemed like um, people are having some good chats, getting to know each other. Um, Raphael, thanks for joining the Facebook group. I mean, I think you're going to like it there. It's a really good uh, group of people. Not many, not many people. Um at least that contribute, at least that talk. There are a lot of people, not a lot, but I think maybe close to 50 now that are in there. But um, there's a couple people that post quite a bit and it's it's fun. It's a fun group in there. A lot of uh, people helping each other with English too. So that's a good thing. Saeed, what's going on? Luis, thank you guys. Enrique, I don't remember that name. But... And I'm sorry, I don't know Spanish very well. I only know uh, enough Italian to get by in that. But it looks like you're saying that you are a new member here to the channel. So thank you very much. And I think you subscribe. So that's awesome too. Uh, if you haven't subscribed, you know, please do. Be great. Help out the channel. But Enrique, thank you very much. Welcome. Said. Oh, that. Okay. Said has a question. I can fix this one up real quick. And I just did the same thing, by the way. So Saeed is wondering, so many of us, right, are in quarantine. Maybe all of us, I don't know. But a good portion of us can't leave. But our hair doesn't know it. Our hair continues to grow. And I'm, I'm losing my hair at the top. You can tell when I don't wear a hat, unfortunately. So a lot of us have had to cut our own hair. My wife cuts my hair anyways. It's not like there's that much hair there. But that sentence is close. So I had my hair cut by myself. Like that's that's literally the way you would say it. But we change it up a little bit. And we cut out some words. So I would say I cut my hair myself. That's how, what I would do to clean it up a little bit. Now if you said that sentence to a native speaker... They would know exactly what you meant, but that's the way a native speaker would say it, the way I typed it. So don't worry too much that we would know exactly what you meant. Just sound a little bit cleaner, I guess I'd say. Um, oh, I probably could share the link, Andrew. I probably could, but if anybody could share the link in the chat, that would be great just so I don't go over and you know what I think if you search learn American English with this guy the Facebook group it should come up there might be an old one that I started and kind of messed up but then there should be one I think it might be my picture or the latest video I uploaded something like that it should give you I think I just have to let you in but if you do it right now um, I got my phone right here. I can, oh, somebody, Enrique. Uh, a couple of people did ask. So, yeah. So, if you just asked to be in there, boom, 
you're in. And the only reason I I want to approve uh, people is just you know so spammers don't go get in there. There have been a couple spammers on the channel already giving me some links to websites I don't dare click on because it'll probably give my computer a virus. A virus, not the coronavirus, but in English, you may know this, but if something gets inside your computer and messes it up, we call it a virus. So, Ibrahim, thanks for coming back. Thanks for coming back. I still haven't found out if you and Khalifi know each other. Maybe you can put that in the Facebook group. If like you, if you've hung out with each other, like have seen each other's faces besides a computer screen. Eric, welcome from France. You are not the only person from France in here. I gotta just just because it's us here, I can say this. But um, there was a subscriber who would watch the visit a typical American school video. I, I say that a lot. Typical American. I want that to be my catchphrase. Typical American trash can. Aroni made fun of me that, that day. Uh, I said it in that video. But I went into the French room just to show people that we do teach French here. And apparently there were a couple mistakes the French teacher made. She doesn't follow this channel, so I can say that. But And then he he texted back saying maybe they weren't quite mistakes, but... That's not how a real French person would say it. All right. Um, I think the next question here, we, um, a couple words here. What's the difference here? What's the difference between compose and combine? Well, they're both verbs. So they're both something that you would do. Composing is making something up. For example, we could compose a song. So you're doing something creative to bring about something that wasn't in the world before. You could compose a piece of writing. So a lot of it is dealing with something artistic. Songs, writing, composing. And then, um, oh, combine. It's just when you have a bunch of things that are separate. And you put them together. So you might combine. At my school, we sometimes combine classes. So my class will go visit the social studies class. And we will do a lesson together. Combining. Bringing together. Combining. Cecilia, welcome. What? Mary. That's got to be British. Mary's wondering, and I'm curious myself now. Went for a flapper. I have no idea. That is not something we say in the United States. Sounds sounds a little sounds a little off. A flapper. I went for a flapper. The only time you would hear flapper in the United States is that back in the 1920s and 1930s. There were these girls that went to dance clubs that liked to dance a lot. And they had this short haircut and these like 1930s dresses. They are flappers. But in the way that that sentence was used, it doesn't sound like anything we would say in the United States. So Mary, sorry I couldn't help you out with that. If you find out what that means, I'm very curious. Flapper. Hmm. 
I don't know. Uh, okay, Hussein has a good question. No, we wouldn't. We wouldn't. Some people would. Okay, so Hussein has that date. Oh no, that's correct. Yes, Hussein, in this country, the way you wrote that date, that's the way we do it. So April, fourth month, 14th today, 2020. Believe, I shouldn't even say it. Right? In Europe, I think they do it the other way. But yes, Hussein, if you're in the United States, and I believe if you're in Canada, probably Mexico, I think we do the dates like that. So yes, Hussein, you're exactly right. And that's why if you see the title of this video, I worry about writing it like that because it might confuse some people. We sometimes do this thing too. We sometimes do the dashes to write the date. Either one, the slashes or the, the backslash or the dashes, they both work. Month first, date, year. Oh, yeah, Lolly. Though I believe, I believe those both work. Learned and learnt. I did a video a couple weeks ago with dream, dream, present, dream, and then dreamt in the past, but you will see dreamed sometimes, which I think is is grammatically correct. You won't hear that as much dreamed in the United States, but both are correct. So dreamed and dreamt are both grammatically correct. And I believe learned and learnt are both grammatically correct. So yes. Raphael, do I have baldness? We, we, don't, we don't have to talk about that. I have a mirror. I have to wake up and see it every day. Less and less hair. So yes, I, I would say I'm going bald. I'm 44 right now. I have a little bit of hair. I'm not going to show you right now. I have a little bit of hair up there. But by the time I'm 46, probably won't be that much. But I can still grow it here. So that's what I think I'm going to do. I'm just going to grow it all right here and then get rid of it. When my wife comes in, she will tell you that she doesn't want me to do that. She doesn't want me to shave my head. I don't care, but. Um, oh, we. Okay, I saw you. I saw you. We said he joined the uh, the group, the Facebook group, but it was a Chinese name. I was like, mm, probably, not a, probably not a spammer. Pfft, you're in. Nice. I'm glad I let you in. I let everybody in. Unless they have a really weird profile picture and like, eh. No, I think eh, everybody's in there. I just want a little, little buffer, a little barrier, just in case there is a spammer. Oh, Aroni. Thank you. Sorry, I'm not pausing on that second end. Um, he said that the link is in the description if you haven't been reading the chat. The link is right here in the, in the description of this video. So, nice, nice. Noise. You remember that one? Noise. If you watched the um, the slang video from uh, yesterday, I think I put it out. 
All right. Whoa, lolly. Oh, my goodness. What? We got four. We have four different verbs here. Get and take and bring. Fetch. And this is what I got on earlier. You might have seen me um, with some of my Italian. And it was those simple verbs that were giving me trouble in the different tenses. Get was one of them. Uh, takes, takes not too bad for me. but So in English, get, take, bring, and fetch. Fetch in the United States. The only time we use that verb is for when we are playing with dogs. And dogs would go fetch something. Like you throw a Frisbee. The dog goes and fetches it and brings it back. If you say that to a person, hey, can you go fetch me that beer? You know, if some drunk dads are saying that to their kids, hey, could you go fetch me that beer? Fetch is a little bit uh, degrading. So we wouldn't use that as commonly here in the United States. They might in England. Um, but get and take and bring are... Get that, I need to take that, I need to bring it. Take and bring can sometimes be the opposite though. If you if you take something, I'll try to get it. If you take something, you bring it towards yourself, but when you bring somebody something, oh, they are so close though. Yeah, I think you could almost use uh, all three of those. I need to get a piece of paper, I need to take a piece of paper. But yeah, the bringing is more of carrying it to somebody else. Bring. So when you say I'm going to bring a piece of paper, it's not that you're giving it to yourself. It's more like you are taking it to somebody else. And how I'm saying that, it doesn't quite make sense to me. So get can go both ways, I believe. I'm going to get some paper. Wow, lolly, that's a tough one. And I don't think I'm explaining it very well. Um, yeah, I might have to just move on from that one. Because they are so, so close. But I wouldn't say they are synonyms. Because you can't use bring in every place that you use take. Uh, tough one. I hope that helped somewhat. I doubt that it did, though. Lolly, I'm sorry. I will give you your money back after this. It's awful. It's awful. Uh, whoa. Is it common? Saeed. Is it common to add S's to adjectives and become nouns like essentials? Whoa. Hmm. Is it common? It's a good question. Um, a lot of times I, I say, you know, nothing is completely common in English. Can you give me a couple more examples, Saeed? Um, take an adjective. So I'm, I'm thinking of green. Green. That's simple color. Most people know that. If you add an S to that, it does become a noun. Greens are a lot of... Um, we can call vegetables that are green. We could call them greens. And there are some vegetables that we call greens, like mustard greens. 
They're these leafy things that grow out of the ground. So off the top of my head, that works. I just can't think of any others right now, adjective. So, yeah, so like, nah. So I won't say that it's common that you can just add an S to a lot of um, adjectives, but that did, that worked. But I don't know if it's that common. Uh, oh, Ozma. I've been meaning to do a video on this, but you know what? I think Bob the Canadian has already done one recently because I was thinking of doing that. And Asma asks about an interview, an interview. And I've been on a few interviews and he does a really good job about telling you the questions that they are going to ask because there are a couple questions that almost every interviewer asks an interviewee. So the ER, the interviewer, is the one who is doing the action. The interviewee is the one who is receiving the action. Just like employer, employee. So the person who is giving the job, the person who is taking the job. Uh, but one of the first questions they are going to ask, so you should be prepared, is tell me a little bit about yourself. And when they ask that, they don't necessarily mean where were you born? How many brothers and sisters? When they say, tell me about yourself, they mean, what have you done with your life that makes us want to hire you? So for example, if I'm going in for a teaching job, might be the first one I get, I would say, well, I went to college, I've taught for this many years, I've wanted to, you could, I've wanted to be a teacher since I was six years old, if you have a family member who is also a teacher, all of that stuff. So whichever job you're applying for, the first question is, tell me about yourself. And you want to try to make yourself sound as good as possible. Another question they might ask you is, why should we hire you? So I hope that helps Asma like really quickly. But then you might want to check out Bob the Canadian he has a um, he has a video on interview questions, I believe. So, but anything else you want to know about interviews? Let me know because I think I know a little bit about that. Uh, we no, don't don't change that to an English name. We know we know who you are. We we know who you are. And if I have to, I'll just copy and paste if I want to say your name in Chinese. Nicholas, you compose music. What kind of music? We were talking in Hello Talk today about uh, some of our favorite bands, a couple of people. I think they were from Brazil. And um, this one person really liked the Beatles, which is one of my favorite bands, the Beatles. Oh, is there, oh, Effortless English. Is there another group too? Oh, Asma, Ibrahim, Khalifi. Okay. So Badaya. Sleepwalker. Oh, yeah, this is a good one because it's uh, it's pretty easy to answer and it's common too. So Sleepwalker, I think I found out today you're from Russia. Sleepwalker, what's the difference between sometime and sometimes? Really, nothing, nothing. Some 
people sometimes just add that S sometime, sometimes. Just means like every once in a while. Sometimes I feel like taking a nap in the afternoon. Sometimes I don't. Oh, uh, the video. Yeah, and somebody had mentioned, a couple people had mentioned, if you saw the video I put out today, it was for my own students. And I didn't think I would put it on the channel because I didn't really, you know, talk any slower than I would with my students, uh, with you. I was talking with my students at a pretty regular pace. So I thought I would put that up there because there are some really good English learners in here already. I, I would imagine you are B2, C1, I mean, who knows, maybe in C2. So I thought if you saw, I get a common question, like, am I speaking more quickly here on the live streams than I do normally with my students? So I wanted to give you an idea of like, that was an authentic video that was made for my students. I didn't plan on putting it on the page. So that's how I talk to them. That's exactly how I talk to them. Uh, I don't know, Luis. May I send attachment, personal email? I don't know if that's for me or not. I'm back. Yes, I'm back. Uh, Lolly, what's the difference between every day and every day spaced out? I would say uh, nothing, nothing. I was doing a little research uh, today on cannot, on cannot, because I thought cannot was always two words, but I had read it in like a professional article as one word. So I had to look it up and it said both are acceptable. Cannot one word, cannot two words, they're both acceptable. So I believe it's the same with every day and every day, the two. I think that you're fine with that. Sometimes, sometimes. And it's so hard to know, like these are really small details and you think, is it going to make a big difference? Sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. And it's so tough to know when you will sound really off in your writing or when you will sound really off in your speaking. Okay, we has a good one. I mean, these are so close. I would almost say they're synonyms right here. To horrify and to terrify. They both mean being really scared. So we have a lot of synonyms in English. Probably most languages do. We even have this thing called a thesaurus, kind of tough to say, that it's just the writer when you are writing a piece of fiction or maybe even a piece of nonfiction and you want to say the same idea but not to sound repetitive, not to repeat yourself. So we do have a lot of words in English that basically mean the same thing. You just use them like differently. You don't want to say I was horrified, I was horrified, she was horrified. You can mix it up. I was horrified and my friend was terrified. Something like that. So they basically mean the same thing. I think there are some people that are uh, talking with each other. So I'm just, I'm kind of reading that too, but then I'm going to 
Sorry for the long pauses. It's good to see people are people are being nice in here. We don't have we don't have any any jerks that show up, right? I haven't had to ban besides my wife that one time. I haven't had to ban anybody, which is good. Just good. Oh, Cecilia, nice. The Beatles are your favorite band. What's your favorite song? Mine is In My Life. Like that. In My Life. Let It Be is a good one, too. Something is a good one. So many good ones for the Beatles. And this person in Hello Talk was using the Beatles to learn English. And I think that's a great band to use the Beatles, uh, to, to learn English with. Because their songs are so simple. The words they use are not that hard. But the message they convey is really good. The age of my... Oh, okay. Cecilia is offering anybody who needs... And I'm sure if you join that group, join the Facebook group. And um, Cecilia says that she can help people with interview questions. So that's very nice. Eric asks, what are the ages of my students? My students right now are seventh graders. So they range in age from 12 to 13. So as we get towards the end of the school year, most of my students will be 13. And then next year, I will have the same students in the eighth grade. So my students will be roughly 14. So we call that looping and where we stay with our students for two years two years looping usually not more than two years a three-year loop is pretty rare uh, <laughs> okay Nicholas come on man I was hoping you could write us a song he's just using as an example Nicholas for the record does not compose music but very nicely used in the sentence mm-hmm mm-hmm so Saeed and I have seen some charts about this. There's so many videos I want to make. But I really do want to make a video uh, with contractions. Because we do have quite a few in English. And a contraction is just where you take two words, bring them together, put an apostrophe at the top. Like, right? we got something like can't, which stands for cannot and you're just losing a syllable but cannot in some formal writing when i was younger contractions in formal writing they were a no-no teachers these days not so bad contractions so i do want to make a video on contractions and i do want to make a video i don't even know what we call it but it's even closer than a contraction like i'm gonna i wanna I need to make a video on that just to give some examples. So my advice, Saeed, um, I don't know, maybe listening to more casual conversation. And I think even in here, I tend not to use, I might use some contractions, but I don't think I use the gonna, woulda, shoulda. I mean, obviously, if you watch television, the speed is going to be so quick, though. I don't know how you are with your English, but certainly listening to, you know what, you know what, here's something. And I normally wouldn't recommend this, but if you can find reality television 
in your target language, which I'm assuming is English. So English, if you watch some reality TV, like the Kardashians, it's a really good way to tune your ear to natural conversation because they don't edit anything. They just have people talking over each other. So if you can handle that, you will be able to handle conversations where they are using contractions and they're using those, I don't even know what we call them, the gonna what a shudders. So reality TV, if you can stomach it. Uh, nope, no jerks, no jerk. <laughs> okay, yeah, the editing, that was from my students, you know, because they're bored. And so I try to spice it up for them a little bit. So I knew that was that was going to be a little cringy with me sitting a, a cartoon piece of pizza on the couch. But hey, the piece of pizza, that was for all of Italy. So if you watch that, rewatch that, you're like, ah, Italy. He's got that in there. That's not true. That's not true. Oh, what's the meaning of this? Mary wants to know. Top notch. It just means like it's the best top notch. It's the best. Whatever you're talking about. Like you can say, whoa, pat your stomach. Whoa, that meal. It's a top notch meal. So you're just giving credit to a really good something. That movie. Top notch. Um, it literally means like if a notch is if you think about a belt and it's the, the hooks that go into the belt. Or you could have notches uh, for climbing. Notches are like little holes. So it literally means like the highest little hole. Top notch. All right. Editing. Oh. My wife is coming in. My wife is coming in. So this this is where the live stream gets so much better. Because she's here. And this could be a total train wreck. This could be a total train wreck. We have 25 viewers right now, and we can just watch this number go down, you know, if people don't like what's going on, or it might go up. We, what was, there's one, two, two more viewers. Maybe this is a good thing. Maybe you'll have to come in every day. So this is my wife, Jamie, and we are on a major delay, so we kind of just have to forget about what's going on there. But I would like to see if we're both kind of in the screen and we have to wait 10 minutes, 10 seconds for that, but it could be even longer. So like I had asked um, my wife before, I think because she's not an English teacher, like we shouldn't maybe talk as much about English right now, but she can talk about what she feels like she's an expert in. And she, like I said, I told everybody, you are a teacher and you teach PE. And if they were here, I explained what PE was, basketball, sports, getting outside, um, using your your body, burning calories. And also I thought because you're a mom in the United States, you could talk a little bit about that and maybe what you think it is to be a woman in the United States. Maybe like do women have equal roles like men have? So, and I will scroll down. So if there are any English questions in here, I'll probably get those later. But if anybody, oh, so people are, that. so that's live. People are saying hi. It's very nice. I want my glasses. Oh, no. She came promptly. You did. Yeah, I said about 4.30. Look at that. 
So she was at work all day, her new job, but I'll just, I'll just be quiet. And if you want to talk about anything, looks like you're struggling, I'll come back in. Hi, Aroni. Aroni. Oh. I don't think I say it correctly either. Hi, guys. So. Hi, hi. Oh, thank you, Lolly. That's so nice of you. She's from France. Good to see you again. And so you can just start talking about whatever you want to talk about, I guess. <laughs> so I'm married to Brent. Um, at the end of this month, we will have been together 24 very long years. Um, we've been married for, how long have we been married? Uh, since 2002, so like almost 18 years. Yeah, right? almost, almost 18, 18 years. years. 18 years actually next month. Um, like you said, I've been teaching since 1999, so this was my 20th year of teaching. I started off teaching high school for four years, and then I moved to the middle school level, which are kids normally from 10 to 14, sometimes 11 to 15, depending on when their birthday is. We have two children. You've met Ansley, and we have our son, Ace Watson. You'll never meet him. Nah, he's not a big fan of social media. I don't know. He might come on. Hey, I'll make sure he doesn't. Um, I guess. Is there a question? Well, there oh, is. Sorry. Saeed. Uh, no, it's oh, all right. Okay. I was just going to. But okay. um, Saeed had a, a really good question. And basically, he's saying since so many people are quarantined, how would you move your bone? He's saying, how would you move your bones? Inside, do you have any um, advice? If you don't have anything to work out with at home, what would you do? Well, I mean, I've been working in, out inside a lot, and so with my kids, we've been doing things together. So your body weight is actually really good to use. When I talk about your body weight, it's your own body. You can do push-ups. You can do squats with your legs. You can do sit-ups. I usually go to YouTube and just search different videos for me to watch home workouts, arm home workouts, leg home workouts, cardio, which is the exercises that really get your heart beating fast. Um, and I do a lot of things on YouTube because those are free. Um, we have weights here at home, hand weights that we have that we bought, and I use those a lot. I use them a lot too. <laughs> and um, when it's not cold, or I, I don't usually go out when it's below freezing. I usually put my big puffy jacket on. I do go walk outside quite a bit um, to get some fresh air. And some people might not be able to leave their house, depending on... Right, right. Here in America during this time, we can go outside to ex exercise while we're quarantined at home. So... Uh... Oh, thank you, Norma. Can you tell us about marriage in the U.S.? Well, I mean, it's, you know, usually you date a person for a while. In our case, we dated for six years before we got married. Um, we've, we've lived together since our first year. We were apart for a year and then we moved in together before we got married. And a six-year engagement in the United States is really long. The average is probably two. Two years. Three years. Two to three years, but we were both in college and young, so we were both 26 when we got married. Um, I'm talking really loud. I guess you don't have no, to. No, that's fine. Okay. No, um, I mean, some. no, it's good. Yeah. So it, to get married in the United States, it's pretty simple. 
Um, we just had to get a marriage certificate through the courthouse. Um, and we had to take our birth certificates with us. We got a marriage certificate and the pastor that married us just had to sign it. And then we had a little wedding and then we were married. Um, some people choose to do like religious trainings together before they get married. Um, we did not. Um, our beliefs are a little bit different from each other, um, in that aspect, but it's really easy to get married. Um, I'm very lucky. Brent considers me 50 50 in our relationship yeah maybe you could talk about that because i think in other countries it's there are more roles for men and for women mm. right so where i grew up in the south um i guess it's probably a little bit different in the north maybe not so much now but when i was growing up um the man would go out and work and the mom or the wife would stay home and take care of the children and not have a job. That has changed drastic, drastically since I was a little kid. Um, and now both parents are mostly working. Um, and the husband was kind of like the person that everybody would go to in the family, kind of like the patriarch. Matri patriarch. Was that the man? Pa patriarch. Patriarch. Um, but now it's we're both equal parts. Um in the marriage. I'm just I'm just reading oh. some comments oh, okay. and uh just Aroni is he's being Aroni <laughs> and he's gonna get blocked. So um so I, I'm sure there are some cases um in the United States where that's not the case. I mean I do have some students who are from different cultures than the American culture and their families are still the man is still the head honcho um in that aspect, but in most American marriages it should be 50-50, I think. Yeah, so like I bake cookies sometimes and that to some men around the world, even to some men in He's the United States. He's a really, States. really good good baker. Really good. And a really good cook too. But I can't fix a car. So if we had to... I fix the car. If we had to, Jamie would probably be the one to figure out how to fix our car. I usually take the cars in to have them fixed. My, I, my dad taught me at a very young age how to take care of cars so I just which is kind of weird because he also had a dad that knew about cars but Brent, if you don't know this Brent doesn't like to get dirty or his hands dirty and get things under his fingernails so I, I try to keep my very hands clean, very, very clean, clean. <laughs> um there were a couple of good questions here too Ralphie had a really nice um compliment for I you can't read uh, okay I can't. she has a natural teaching voice okay natural thank you teaching very voice. much um, can you tell us about marriage? Oh, can you tell us about marriage in the U.S.? So that might have been an yeah, older question. I, I saw that one, yes. Uh, Norma says you are beautiful. That's very nice. Who? Uh, Norma. Oh, yes. Thank you, Norma. Beautiful. I saw that. Are you uh, way up there? Okay. Yeah. What else? Um, um, working out for three days. If you can work out three days in a row, take that fourth day to rest. Or if you just go out for a walk. That's If you work out three days in a row, you're doing great. Is it difficult to teach children? Um, well, I love the middle school level. I love the high school level, too. I actually only taught all girls when I was teaching um, in Alabama, but um, I absolutely love that. It was so different than teaching boys. But I, I have a class of all boys together as well, and that's a very different dynamic. But middle school kids are very interesting creatures. Um, they are just really young adults that are still children but want to be treated like an adult and have so many 
emotions and things running through their body from just developing at that age. So I really enjoyed the middle school level because they just they just need someone to love them in the hard times, especially with them changing. Um, I just try to not take everything personally. Um, like if they're mad at me, it's not something that I did. It's probably something that happened outside of my class, at home, or with a girlfriend, boyfriend, or with a friend. So um, I'm just a good listening ear. But I don't think it's difficult. I mean, I teach PE, so most kids really enjoy coming to my class. I have a handful that don't like to do any physical activity or like to sweat. So um, I... I don't think it's difficult. And Mariana is here. She said she's sorry she's late, but um, she didn't know how to say, like, welcome to you. Oh, And I would say hi. just just welcome. Yeah, yeah welcome hi. works. Welcome works. Welcome. Um, oh, and Ibrahim, uh, sometimes it bounces, says that you speak a little quicker than I do. Oh. But, but he said it's easy to understand. Oh, good. And, and they... And I'm a fast talker by nature. And we, we've talked about that. Sometimes people would like me to speak more quickly. And so oh. it's probably good hearing another. But I, you know, I think yeah. you're very clear. I'll I think you're very, no, 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 okay. no. I, th I don't think he said that was a bad thing. Okay. I don't think he said it. All right. Um, yeah, Aroni said. And from what I understand about Italy, though, I don't know. I think the gender roles, we call them, what men are supposed to do and women are supposed to do. I think they're a little more strict sometimes from what I hear in Italy. But uh, we said you're easy to understand. We is okay. 14. So I had asked her. We had talked about potty mouth. We had talked about potty mouth. Which, I swear a lot. Which is, and of course, not in front of your students. No, no. In front of your own children. I do swear in front of my own children. So we have this thing called a potty, which is the toilet. What parents... Say to their little kids, potty, do you need to go to potty? And we say potty mouth when someone swears a lot because their mouth is dirty. And so uh, Jamie might have a bit of a potty mouth. But she's going to be on her best behavior here. I'm not going to swear today. Does Brent iron clothes? Uh, yes, he does um, iron his own clothes. He does his own laundry. He doesn't let me wash his clothes. He doesn't let me iron his clothes. He takes care of all of his own stuff. He's just really, really picky. So I offer to do it, but he doesn't. Said has a really good uh, question. Oh, yeah. um, is it correct that women wear two rings, a wedding ring and an engagement ring? Yep. So uh, it's on a decline, but I do have two rings. So I have my engagement ring that I got in 1999. I was very, I'm still poor, but I was very poor in 99. So we may upgrade that mm, ring at some point. I'll never get rid of this ring. Um, people still upgrade, that's fine, but I'll always wear this one. Um, I got this right before I graduated. I have a really good story about our engagement if we ever get into that. And then I also have my wedding band um, that I got when we got married. So you wear your wedding band first, and then and then you put your engagement ring on. So that's how you wear them. And Cecilia had a good question that if you want to answer it. Why did we decide to live in Maine rather than Alabama? Because we both started teaching in Alabama and then we both moved up here. So, yeah. so my parents at the time when we decided to move to Maine were living in Louisiana. 
and I didn't like that state and I really loved Maine and his parents and well, his mom was here and his brothers and sisters and I've never lived in a place where it snowed so I wanted to move here so we moved here to be close to um, his mom and we actually had decided to move back down south but that's a whole nother story and um, now I don't want to be where it snows so I'm tired of it. <laughs> It's rough. It's rough. Yeah, we're missing something. Yeah, we okay. are. Oh, Norma says, what is the secret to being... Can I answer this one? Yeah. Okay, so Norma asks, what is the secret to being married so long? We're an amazing couple. Okay, so basically, um, for any guys that are, you know, married or about to be married, there are two words that you should know, and it is, yes, dear... Yes, dear. I'm such he an easy. I'm such an easygoing guy to be along, you know, along with. Yes, dear. I just say yes to whatever she wants, and that's how we've been married for so long. Um, he is very easygoing, but he has a lot of different things about him that you just have to get used to. Like he's has to have things a certain way. He's a little bit OCD, so um, we really like to have fun together. Um. He's pretty cute, so that helps. But that, that, um, I think that's a huge key that you just said. Is like we still uh, go out on dates. Mm -hmm. We still like to have fun with each other. So we try to, even though we have children, we try to get away a couple times a year just to be with us, to, to have a little us time. Uh, couples often say us time. Just to be together, forget about work for a little while. Maybe drink a little bit. Yep. Uh, that doesn't hurt. Um, this is a really good question, too. Um, she was wondering, oh. could you describe, because it's, it's hard to explain, P, we call it PE, we call it gym, physical education. Yep. So uh, it should be referred to as physical education class that takes place in a gym. I hate it when people call it gym class because it takes place in the gym, but that's just kind of something that's been happening for a while. So physical education is where I teach kids how to be physically active. So for four of my classes, I teach them how to play different games, work on skills such as throwing, catching, kicking, uh, using a hockey stick, a racket, those different types of sports. And then on my other four classes that I have, we work out like in a weight room. I teach yoga. I teach Pilates. I teach aerobics. Um, we have a great walking trail that I take kids out on. And we talk about our hearts and how to make our hearts stronger, our muscles stronger. Um, so those are the types of classes that I teach. And then uh, Matteo uh, is from Italy. And uh, Matteo often teases us he says that he is going to make homemade pizza pizza oh. dough from scratch uh he hasn't said that today yet though so maybe i should have brought that i up. have been cooking from scratch a lot while i've been stuck in this house some things have come out good and some things haven't actually i have a cookbook from maroni that i've been looking at so i'm gonna be cooking one of those recipes here pretty soon but they're kind of complicated than what i'm used to so i've got to really get the nerve up uh, how, how do you become a teacher? Yeah, Mateo is okay. wondering how do you become a teacher in the U.S. Do you want to answer that? Or? Oh, go okay. for it. You're doing a great job. Um, so to become a teacher in the U.S., you have to attend a four-year college. You can start out at a two-year college and then move to the four-year. But um, I went to the University of Alabama, 
and I majored in physical education. And you take your core classes like math classes, English, history, some other classes. And then the last two years, you're really focused on what your major is. So my major was physical education. So I had classes that pertain to that. And then your last five months of school, you do an internship. And because I can teach uh, five-year-olds up to 18-year-olds, I was in an elementary school for eight weeks, and then I was in a middle school for eight weeks. Um, and then you have to take a test, and then you get your certificate to teach. And Cecilia has a, a good point, and maybe if you want to talk about that a little bit, that oh. My accent, and she picked up on that, like my accent is a little bit different from your accent. Yep. So where I'm from the southern part of the United States, my accent is a little bit different. My children actually give me a hard time all the time because of some words that I say that are differently said up here in the north and they were born here and he was born here. Uh, for example, I say insurance. He says, I don't know. Say it. Oh, oh, the different way yeah. to say it. Oh, I say insurance, and you say... Insurance. So it's a little bit different. There's a little bit more emphasis on that first syllable, the insurance versus insurance. Like 10, field. Um, Did you hear that? Ben. Field. I say field, like a football, a soccer field, and yeah. you say... Field. So Tuesday. Tuesday? Yeah. but um, And you, normally when I get angry, my accent comes out. A little bit more or if I'm talking to my family on the phone my kids will always say mom you don't have to talk southern but it just kind of comes out when I'm on the phone um Eric would like to know yeah this is a good question too like what what sports and it might be different in America than other places what sports do you normally teach throughout the year so I actually coach soccer and I coach track and field after school um and I do a lot with the basketball teams as far as keeping the clock and the book for the score. But in PE or physical education, I teach a lot of different games that have sports skills, but they're not necessarily games that you would have heard of. But they include sports skills um, for that thing. But I do do indoor soccer. I do floor hockey that you guys would know. I do a type of a dodgeball game with really soft balls so the kids don't get hurt. Um, we do do a baseball type game indoors and then we move it outdoors when the weather is nice. Sometimes we do a basketball unit. I don't know if you've ever heard of four square, but we have a huge four square tournament that we do. So a lot of different games that you may not have heard of with different sports skills. And next question, Zubadaya is asking, what do you think of homeschooling? Um, well, as part of my job, I find it really difficult to really connect with my students. I have the same students that are turning in their work and are engaged, but then I have a lot of students that I really would like to connect with to make sure that they're okay, and I'm just not getting a response. Um, but I get up and I post a video to my Instagram channel every morning for my kids to see, and I have a Google Classroom that I post assignments they have to answer questions on. Um... But as far as our own children, they do a really great job of monitoring that themselves. So we really don't have to worry about it. They are great students. So we're very lucky in that aspect. Um, and then I also do my own mom school for my kids um, to give them a little extra work to do because they're not getting as much work as they would. And we really want them to do well. So I make my own mom school. Um, they're both learning Latin right now. 
and we're reading the book To Kill a Mockingbird, and then um, we have other things that we do. I make them work out. Yeah, I think that's come up before. Some might have been Cecilia has read To Kill a Mockingbird, so mm -hmm. there. Yep. <clears throat> Classic. One of my favorite, probably my favorite of all time. So, and I think it was Rolfie. Yes, Rolfie was wondering, like, what inspired you to get into physical education? Well, um, I originally was in elementary education. I wanted to be an elementary teacher. And I went to an assignment for a class where I had to work in a classroom. And it was just way, I couldn't do it. The kids, like, couldn't read. They needed their shoes tied. They were kind of gross because they were little. And it just wasn't for me. I'm very um, active. And I have a little bit of ADD. So being in that classroom all the time just really wasn't for me. So I was really active in cheerleading and sorry, I'm reading uh, the comment. I'm oh, not laughing at you. Uh, in sports, I love football. I played softball. So it was just kind of I wanted to be a teacher, but I wanted to be active. So it was kind of a natural progression. I actually I love it. If I wasn't a teacher, I would have been a nurse. Okay, hmm. Mariani. Mm -hmm. Hope I said your name correctly. I'm sorry. This is a really good question. Difficult teenagers in the U.S. Yes. We have them. You kind of mentioned that a little bit, um, how you can never blame them if they give you a hard time because it's probably something at home. It wasn't necessarily you that... Yeah. So teenagers usually when they're being frustrated or they're giving you a hard time, it's because of something that's happened before they got to my class. Usually they haven't had breakfast or they had a really hard time at home or they haven't seen their parents in a while or there's so many things that we deal with on a daily basis. So giving them their space to take a break, trying to find an adult that they feel comfortable talking to. Um, you know, and at this age, kids know right from wrong. So the disrespect you know, if you're having a hard day, I get that, but I do expect you to be respectful. But I don't take it personally when I get sworn at or yelled at. You just have to kind of know that in that moment, that's not how they really want to be. They would rather be being nice to you, but they need that love that they're not getting from somewhere. Saeed has another good question. It's probably best that you answer this. Is it common for Americans to swear like they do in movies or television shows? So when I was growing up in the South, it's very not ladylike um, for a woman to swear. Uh, it was actually kind of frowned upon. Um, but up here in the North, where Brent is from, women swear like crazy. And um, I do swear like the movies a lot. But we should, we should mention that it, totally has to do with where you're at, what place you are at. So if you're in a formal setting, especially oh, yeah. school, you wouldn't yes, swear no. like that. If you're with a bunch of friends, different thing. Yep. If you're with like my mom, we don't, we don't no. swear. I don't swear much at all. But, um, but I only heard him say the F word, like I think three times in my what? life. And one time I was, he was high on, cause he had a tooth. He, he got his I was high. He got his tooth high. out, so he was like they gave him drugs for pain and to knock him out. I had my wisdom teeth out, what, 20, 21, 22? Our first year living together. Okay. Yeah. So I was I was given drugs by a professional. I wasn't high. 
No, he wasn't. I wasn't high. Well, you kind of were. I was, but... Not like... Right. Um... Oh, luckily, we we is uh, we is in the United States. Yep. He's fourteen. Hi, we. So he. I've heard a lot about you. He is um, the age of our students. Yeah, I told her, don't swear, don't swear. <laughs> We's in here. Uh, Ralphie asks a very interesting question, and I don't mind if you want to mention it. How did we meet? How did we meet? Have you talked about? This I have at not all? talked no. about this at all. So. In 1996, I was living in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, where I was going to school. He went to the University of Maryland, um, which is another state in the U.S. And for a class that I was taking in college, the internet had just come out. Like, it was just, it was the new thing. And I didn't even have a computer when I went to college. I had to go to a computer lab to take this class and... That's where I would go to take all my uh, to type all my papers and do work for my classes. So during this class, our teacher was introducing us to that you could chat with other people in the United States. You could chat with people across the world. So <laughs> do you guys see where this is going? <laughs> so I she wanted us to practice <clears throat> chatting with somebody. It was called Globe Chat. This chat room. So I chose Brent because we both used our first names. I didn't create like a crazy username, like kitten123. Um, I just chose Jamie and he chose Brent. So he and I started talking really about football and where I was living. And he actually thought I was a boy at first because my name, Jamie, and how it's spelled. Um, it could be considered a boy's name. I spell it how boys normally spell it. Um, and um, then we just started emailing. He realized that I was a girl and we kind of sent pictures. We actually had, we couldn't send pictures over the internet. We actually had to mail them in the mail as like letters. And then my good friend uh, who lived in the dorm with me at the time, her boyfriend was attending the University of Virginia, which is really close to Washington DC and Maryland. The University of Maryland is also close to our capital, which is Washington DC. She and I, um, Alabama has something that's called dead week where you can't have any assignments. You're just supposed to study for all your tests. So we went up for a weekend to Washington, D.C., and I met him in Washington, D.C., and we've been together ever since. Yeah. Our first date, we went to the Washington Monument. We went to, to the White House. We didn't get inside, but we uh, a lot of great sites in Washington, D.C., Arlington Cemetery, if you've ever heard of that. It's where a lot of our famous soldiers are buried. Um, so Marina had a slightly different question. She had asked about how we deal with difficult teenagers. Oh. And she wanted to know, like, how about the parents, though? Is it their mm. responsibility? This this is... So a big problem that we face as teachers is that parents are not parenting anymore. Um, I think social media and phones have a lot to do with that. They're so engaged and enthralled in that part of their life that their kids kind of get put on the back burner. We've talked about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, or they just don't really care as much. Um, so we're seeing a huge issue with that. And it really, um, to get kids motivated, if we can't get their parents on board with what we're asking them to do, nothing is going to change. Um, a lot of times parents will help us get them to change, but a lot of times parents just don't care. And it's sad. Yeah, a lot of times it's the most difficult kids that we have don't have parents who are involved. So, 
Um, somebody said, where was it? Luis said Alabama is associated with Forrest Gump. Yes. And that's 100%. Yep. Yeah. The um, author of Forrest Gump, I think his name is Winston Groom. He actually graduated from the Alabama, uh, from the University of Alabama. And if you've ever read a book called The Help or have seen the movie mm-hmm. called The Help, that author also went to the University of Alabama. Yes. Didn't you? Didn't you? Okay. It's my favorite book. It's a good one. And it's a great movie. Right. Um, Andrew would like to know, how did we spend Easter? Yeah, it was a very difficult one for a lot of people around the world who celebrate Easter because they couldn't get together with their families. And I know many of you had the same problem if you celebrate Easter. So did you want to talk a little bit? I did make a video a little bit about how we spent Easter. but Yeah, so it was very different. Normally, our Easter um, consists of us going to Brent's sister's house and we do a big egg hunt for all the kids. And then we have a big ham dinner, which I'm not a fan of. I don't really like ham dinners, but um, we do that. And then we come home and take a nap. And we eat lots of chocolate. Um, this time, we stayed at home because we can't be with other people. Um, so we started off our day. I made sausage balls, which is um, a southern recipe that my mom started when I was a kid. I normally only make them on Christmas, but because this Easter it was so different, I decided to make them on Easter. And I also made homemade bagels, uh, a recipe that I had been wanting to try. And I went for a very long walk by myself. Um, we did hide eggs inside our house for our children and we got them a little gift. So they always wake up and find their eggs and open their gifts. Um, and then we went to visit Brent's mom. She just lives really close to us. So we took her a little, um, goodie basket and visited with them for about an hour. And his brother also lives in the same duplex as her. So we got to see, uh, them, our brother and sister-in-law and our nephew. And then we came home and we... What do we do at night? I don't know. Yeah, I don't just remember. Out, I we just hung out. Yeah. Um. Oh, do we? Do you remember what we first said to each other when we? Well, I don't remember when we first met each other. I Hi. don't either. Yeah, we just did we hug? Don't think so. Yeah, he's not a real big hugger. Um. In my family, I am. <clears throat> I've been training for the coronavirus. You don't hug your mother. No, no, no you guys. Oh, yeah, he does hug. My, my, he hugs me. My family, uh, yeah, we're not very touchy-feely, I guess you would call it, touchy-feely. It's awful. I think it's a northern thing, too, a little bit. We're not... Yeah, down south we not, hug. and But we really, I mean, we just we just really started talking about, I don't know, different things that we like to do. We were, we were both into music, so I had made him some mixed tapes with different songs on there that I liked. So, I don't know. Probably talked about sports and music. Lolly is very nice. Uh, she said when she decides to get married, it'll be to a guy like me, which is which is good. Yeah, no, I would say he's not physically abusive. <laughs> keep your standards low, right? Yeah, uh, he doesn't hit me. Doesn't um, hit me. He's a keeper. Um, yeah, he's very, I would say he's very, um, I'm very lucky. I always say that. Very lucky. But either way, and there are some younger people in here. And um, I, yeah, I would say that you really want to find that person who you try to do 50-50 with each other, that you're not the one that's doing all the work, you know, male, female. If you, a, a real partnership you have, because it is, marriage is tough, life is tough, and you want to have uh, each other's back, we say. You want to be able to 
uh, help that other person out when they need it. And they saw, I couldn't help you with the router when you needed the router. Couldn't help me today with learning how to split screen. He just, I, but if they ask me a question, I, oh, I can figure it out for them. I will figure it out when we're done. I just had to have the laptop in front of me, but I can, uh, I can Google what needs to be done. I've already figured it out. Oh, nice. Per usual. Nice. All right. Um, let's see what else here. Questions. What do you think about? Oh, is that a thing? I don't know. I can, I can see where it would be. Did you see that question? Yeah. I Did mean, you want to repeat it? Uh, she's saying, what do you, uh, sorry, is it? Oh, Marina. That's Marina. 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 Uh, what do you think about the increasing of the divorce rate after quarantine? I mean, I think we're going to be good. Um, we have a big enough house where we all kind of just can be in our own space. Friday, I was a little irritated with my kids. Um, I'm friends with Aroni on Facebook. He saw my Facebook post. Saturday, I still was a little bit irritated with my son. It's gotten a lot better. Um, that was the first time I, I really just felt like the walls were closing in. Um, but I can see where probably a lot of people would either get divorced because they just realize they are not meant to be with each other all the time, or a lot of babies being born because there's a lot of time together. That's a good point. And somebody had asked, I, I think I skipped it, I'm sorry. Um, they'd asked, are American houses bigger? And I think, you know, <coughs> excuse me, compared to what I've seen in Europe, at least, yeah, our house is, is it's actually pretty big. You can be in one side of the house and not hear the other person in the other side. And we have two floors. So that is a nice thing about when we need a little distance from each other that we can go into our room or we can go upstairs where I sometimes film. We have two living rooms. So that, that shows you we have a bit of space. And I think that really helps. We're not right next to each other all the time if we don't want to be and. We can take walks, as Jamie said. We can leave right now, and it looks like our numbers are decreasing for the coronavirus in Maine. And in fact, um, my doctor just called me, I didn't tell you this, called me saying that they are probably going to open back up at the beginning of May. So they're going to start taking patients again, and they had shut down everything. But they're 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 having to figure out how they're going to get everybody in the doctor's office because they're not going to have a large full waiting room like they used to. So they are going to see fewer patients every day. And there are a lot of people that need to see the doctor, you know, for little things, for checkups. In the United States, if you needed medical attention, you could get it. You know, certainly if you were in the United States, I mean, if you were in New York, it might have been very difficult. But they were called like elective surgeries, like elective meaning you didn't have to do it right now, but there will be a, a big, um, a big backlog, a big, um, a lot of people trying to get it in at the same time. Um, we would like to know, good question here too. Um, do you teach inside or do you teach outside? So I actually teach outside and inside. Um, from like November until April, I have to teach inside unless the weather just happens to be super warm, but because of the snow and it being wet, I can't get outside as much. But at the beginning of the school year, from September to the beginning of November, I get out as much as possible. And also, um, at the end of the school year, when the weather's warmer, if it's nice outside, we go outside to get sunshine and I just choose 
games to teach out there. I also can work out outside with my kids. So if the weather's nice, we go outside. So I do both. I have a really big gym and I have a weight room to use. So we have a lot of space. All right, and the, the chat jumped again on me. Um, Asma says, um, seems your study, two weeks or four weeks, is that a short time? It's a short time. Two weeks or four weeks for our Are you talking classes? about when we were teaching for our internship? I'm not sure I understand the question. I don't know. Do yeah, you understand? No. Um, I thought I did when I first read it, but I'm sorry. Asma, I'm sorry. I don't understand. Oh, uh, Mary says that you might be a good actress. You have good mimics. <laughs> so good facial expressions, good. Um, let's see. Certainly healthy with all the sports. Yes. Yes. Jamie is very healthy. Very healthy. Oh, Raphael would like to know. I just don't eat very healthy. Um, some gimmicky, healthy products. He's wondering about, you know, gimmicky, healthy. I don't, do you... I don't buy any gimmick health products. We take vitamins. We take vitamin C and elderberry. Um, but if they're trying to tell you it's going to make you lose weight, don't take it. If they're telling you it's going to build muscle, there are some things that work, but eat protein. Um, I don't, I don't trust them. So I don't take them. I don't recommend them. Yeah, I think we've talked about that here with uh, learning languages too, that it's there's nothing quick about it. If if a product is telling you, oh, it can fix you in 30 days, probably not. It's probably going to take a year, you know, um, for, for working out maybe a little bit shorter. But to learn a language, it's it's a long, hard road. It's tough. Uh, we says he's in school. He has Google Classroom for his yep. PE. You do too. Yep. Um, let's see, Mateo. Oh, I do you know that? Mateo is asking about a particular sport. Oh, chook ball. Oh, do you know that? Yeah, we play chook ball, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, our kids love it. Very fast-paced. We do play chook ball. Do you play chook ball? It's fun. And then Asma says, is that a question? Um, good thing to know what you want. Um, doing it in a nice way. We know what we need to make it easily in the real world. Yeah, that is important, knowing what you want. Bye, we. He probably left a long time ago. Sorry, no. buddy. Maybe he see it on the replay. Um, oh, so uh, Elena was uh, saying that she's glad. And, and we haven't really lost many viewers. It's, no. It's been keeping. I'm, I'm hoping that this is, is um, useful for you. And as uh, Selena said, you get to hear a little bit of a different accent, American accents. There are, I've said it before, there are a lot of American accents, but we can all understand each other. I said the only accent in the United States that some people in the North have trouble with would be the black Southern accent. Oh, yeah. Might be. But if you live in the South, it's not that it's not that difficult. But, And I said that I have a hard time with the Irish accent. <laughs> Abraham has a good question. I I think there might have been a couple other ones though. Let's How see. do you usually spend birthdays? How do you usually spend birthdays? And thank you for the speed of your speech. It's good practice for us. Nice. Yeah, you're welcome. I hope it's not too fast. Um, so our birthdays are we usually so we usually treat ourselves to breakfast, lunch, and dinner, 
at a place of our choice. I like to not do them all in one day because they can be really big meals. Our children have a special breakfast place that they love to go and a lunch place and a dinner place, so we usually do that. Usually for our birthdays, we go to a town called Portland, which is about 40 minutes away from us, and we get a hotel room for the night, and then we can just walk to different places to eat and bars that we really like to go to, and we don't have to drive home. Um, we've been doing that for a few years. There's some nice shops. We have a good breakfast, walk around again the next day. That's how we usually spend our birthdays. We do that at Christmas too. So um, we don't really need anything. So we choose to do that instead. Um, I, I took my daughter to New York City this year for her birthday. We I would rather do experiences versus just buying them a bunch of crap. So we try to do that as well. Then we also have cake and presents with the family that we do that with. Yep. And if you've ever heard of Portland in the United States, it's probably Portland, Oregon. That is the bigger city of the Portlands. But our Portland, before the coronavirus, we don't know how it's going to be when we get back to real life. It was one of the best food cities in the United States and definitely one of the best like beer places, breweries. Um, there, I know there are some people that deal with craft beer in here that drink craft beer. It was a really good city for that. But and I was talking with someone today on Hello Talk. They said I miss getting drunk, because I, I don't think you can get to the bars. But here in the United, well, here where we live, you can actually have beer delivered to you, and that is a new thing. I don't know if that will last, but they will come to your door and deliver beer, mm. which is a little hard to believe because kids could be getting beer. Well, I'm know. sure they probably check IDs at the door. They must. But that was illegal before the right. coronavirus. I think probably a lot of things are going to change as far as um, like delivery of beer. I think we won't have any more snow days because we've been able to do remote learning. I don't think we'll be handshaking anymore. I think there's going to be a lot of things that change. And Andrew was wondering how we came up with our children's names. Did you? Yeah. Um, so our daughter, Ansley. Um, we actually knew a girl, one of our friends, when we were in students at Alabama, he actually worked with her. Her name was Ansley, and we always just really loved that name. And I wanted a short middle name to go with it, so her name is Ansley Kate. Um, Ace is a Southern name that I've, I've always loved that name. Um, and his name was originally Gavin Ace. I couldn't really find anything to go with it for Ace to be his first name, so we chose Gavin. Um... And then when he was born, he wasn't really a Gavin, so we started calling him Ace. He was called Gavin for two weeks, and I didn't enjoy it. And he is truly um, an Ace. Um, so actually, this year, no, last year, when he was in sixth grade, we legally changed his name to Ace Gavin at the courthouse. So Abraham has a, um, has a great question. I won't repeat it because there are some swear words. Oh. Um, I'll clean it up. But uh, do you ever say the F word in a positive way? I do. Like, I do, but I probably use the F word more in a negative way. Um, just when I'm mad. I mean, I really do try not to say it, but when I'm frustrated, and, and teachers say it a lot when we're at school. I mean, we say it. You would be surprised what we say when we're at school. Not in front of kids, but to each other. All right, so Luis asked... No. What? <laughs> Thank you. I don't know how to say your name, so I'm going to call you. I think it's Z Zobadiah. Zobadiah. He, he's told me how to say it before. I'm sorry. Um, 
Might be Zobadiah. Thank you so much. Um, so it's a good question about do we travel a lot in our huge country? So there are some people in Russia in this chat. And you can imagine when you say huge country about the United States, they laugh because mm -hmm. it's not that large. But if you're in, you know, Belgium or France, we are Texas. One of our states is about the same size as France. So and we've talked about how we have four time zones. So we do travel quite a bit throughout the United States. Yep. But we mostly stay on the East Coast. It's a lot easier to go north to south in the United States because we'll often, it's been a little while, but drive from Maine to Alabama. It's about 1,300 miles. We use miles here, of course. And it would probably take us about 24 hours to drive. But going across country driving, it's days. Dang. Yeah, maybe five, six days, depending on stopping with kids to get to California. And since we're both teachers, teachers make a decent salary, mm -hmm. make all right money, but we're not like rich enough to travel with a family of four across country often. So we would rather take 10 smaller trips than two or three big ones. Yeah. So if, if that's now I'm sure Americans with more money, they would travel more, but we choose to stay in the new England area, Washington, DC. We've driven there a couple times, takes us maybe 12 hours to drive. And as I've mentioned, we use hours to say the distance between cities like Boston is two hours from us. Meaning you get in a car, average speed, You'll be there in two hours. Uh, what else? What else? Ralphie, you were too kind. Thank you. Oh, Aroni would like to know who is the most sensitive. Oh, he also wants to know who has the worst temper. <laughs> these are these are good ones. I would I would say we both have a temper. We could. Yeah, I mean, his temper really isn't bad unless he's if he's really angry. Then it's a little bit scary, but it doesn't come out very much. I probably I'm so impatient that I probably have probably I probably have the worst temper, but when his comes out, it's worse. Yeah, that makes the um, not quality, but the yeah. I think you're maybe more angry more often, but not as much, and I'm angry less often. But when bigger. I'm angry, it's yeah, a little bit. Yeah, maybe yeah. that, maybe that. Um, who is more sensitive? Yeah, I guess it depends. He's a crybaby. It depends. Crybaby. Um, I cry a lot at movies. I do, yeah. Um, probably me. I probably cry. Yeah. He doesn't. More. He doesn't hug, but he loves very deeply. When you say it like that, it's like I don't hug you. He hugs me. I hug you. He fist pumps you. our children. Well, they 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 don't. Hug this is how he too. hugs. But come on. Come on. Depends. Depends. Uh, there's some friends I hug if they hug me. It's a side hug. BC. BC. Before coronavirus. Oh, yeah. He you know, our, well, I don't think. Like you said, I think um, handshaking might go away for a little while. I think in a couple of years we'll be back to our normal selves. But um, now let's see. Ozma. Ozma, thank you so much. You were talking to me, though, weren't you? When you say you like my accent, talking to me. 
Oh, been here just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm trying to get more compliments. Have you ever been to any Middle Eastern country? I have not, unfortunately. No, we haven't. Um, plane tickets are very expensive. But as I've said on here, Iran is one of the countries that I want to visit most. I would love to visit Iran. Okay. Now the chat's not working. Oh, the chat just completely disappeared. Oh, now it's back. There was something about alcohol. Oh, my God. Sorry, guys. We are so behind on oh. questions. Okay. Uh, it's somewhere here. Oh. Do we make... Uh, okay. So... The next question is... Do you mind repeating it? Oh. Don't you make any alcoholic drink as a tradition at your home? Um, we used to at Christmas time have, um, when we, we used to have big Christmas parties. For some reason we haven't been, well, hockey. We're usually too busy with hockey now to have them. But we used to do, um, moonshine. Um, and we would all take a, a shot of that. That's really our only tradition. But he normally drinks craft beer and then he usually makes me my drinks that I like. I love Amarato Sours. He makes a really good one. So that's what we drink in our house. And there might be some people um, watching from countries that don't drink. So, mm. you know, that yeah. don't. Uh, alcohol is illegal. Alcohol is legal here. Um, there are certain things you can't do. You have to be 21 years old to drink. You can't get into a car after you've been drinking for the most part. And I know we haven't. Um, the next one, Elena is wondering, um, have we thought about 25 years? We haven't. I would right? love have to you? go to Italy, but... I don't know. What do you want to do? I I literally haven't thought about that. Yeah. We have to um, keep in mind we our children, um, they will be, you know, 14 and 15, I think. So I don't know. Yeah, Italy would be a, a great one. Maybe we could shoot for that. Maybe we can sleep on uh, Erroni's couch. Maybe Matteo will make us some pizza. Italy. Actually, both oh. of our kids will be out of the home when we celebrate 25, so it could happen. <laughs> Yeah, we may wait a couple of years to celebrate it. I'm sorry. And I'm on usually later than I am. So if people are living in parts of Russia or Kazakhstan um, or Turkey, it's late for them. Sorry, guys. Um, oh, good question, Marina. Very good question. What do you think? Um, and this may be a personal opinion. The question is, do teenagers smoke and take drugs in the United States? It's a great question. Yep. They do, unfortunately. We're seeing a huge problem with vaping right now, um, especially even the kids that I teach. Um, do you might maybe explain what vaping is? Oh, vaping? Is? I, don't, I don't know. I've never done it. I It's like a a, a smokeless cigarette. You put... I don't know because I've never done so it. So you, I'm sure you also have it in your country and you might call it something different. But you know the traditional cigarettes? These are the new kind of cigarettes or something with way more smoke that comes out. That's very popular with teenagers now. Yeah. Yeah, so... And drugs. I mean, kids smoke pot. It's it's legal here. And even some kids at the high school where I teach, or the high school that's in my district, we have 18-year-olds that have actually cards from their doctor saying they can have weed on them. So, but teenagers smoke, I mean, it's pot. I smell it when some kids come in or they have it on their clothes because their parents are smoking it at home, but they do smoke it. 
Yeah, so marijuana, weed, pot, it goes by a lot of different names. It's actually legal in our state. But again, I think you have to be 21 maybe to do it. Or is it 18? 18. 18. Well, if your doctor prescribes it to you, 18. I'm not, I'm not really sure because I don't do it. <laughs> um, so Ralphie says that you can fix cars, physical education. <laughs> you are complete. Yes, she is complete. Yes. But you're not going anywhere, right? You Stay with yeah. me. Mm -hmm. Stay with me. Uh, Roni. <laughs> oh. Um, Roni is, uh, there's an inside joke that uh, I might be sleeping outside tonight or the, the day before because I couldn't help you with the router. Oh. He said that I might have to sleep outside. Nobody really likes to help me when I don't know what's going on here. We help you all the time. We help you all the time. All right, a couple more. Are there a couple? There's a Jeez. lot more. I'm sorry, guys. We're way behind. Don't um, skip them. I just wanted oh. to see how far we'd. Well, catch. We can go faster. Try to go faster. Oh, Saeed. they bring beer. To, they bring beer to you on motorcycles. Mm. Oh, very nice. Oh, perfect English lesson. That's good. Naturally. Oh. Mary, mm. name in red. I, okay. I'm trying to see if we, I might have skipped some. I'm sorry. Well, you're, yeah. Mary asks a great question that. Mm, you've got what's two that? questions up there. Okay. So Mary asks about health insurance, and I definitely want to do a video on that. It's a little bit complicated, but I guess health insurance in this country. Uh, it is very difficult. Not everybody has it. Um, we're very lucky. Our employers um, pay 80% of our insurance, um, how much it costs for our insurance, and then we're responsible for 20, paying 20%, so that automatically comes out of our paycheck. Our children are lucky enough to be on our plan, so they, we all have the same insurance plan. But my mom and his mom, who are uh, 65 and older, our government provides them um a plan for insurance is called Medicare or Medicaid, I'm not sure which one, that we all pay into uh, when we have a job so that we, we will have that when we're 65 as well. Um, kids that are on Social Security, um, they also get Medicaid, Medicare, and then some people have to buy their own insurance if their company doesn't provide it for them. And a lot of people choose just not to have it. And I guess, long story short, if you, you know, hear about anybody who doesn't have insurance, they can get medical services. They can show up at to the hospital and they will be taken care of. A lot of other people will usually pay for it. It's, it's a little bit complicated, but so people are not going without health insurance here. It's just some people are paying way too much for health coverage and it is hurting a lot of people. So yeah, the United States is not perfect. We haven't figured it out quite yet. Thank you guys about the perfect English lesson. Experiences are the best. I agree. All the experiences. Yep. Beer lover. Sorry guys. This kind of makes for uh, boring. Great practice. Thank you. Thank television. You. Oh, uh, Marina. Um, do all Americans have middle names? It's a good question. Uh, not all, but I would say the majority 
of Americans have a middle name and some people have more than one. Some people can have, you can, you can have as many names as you want. Um, but most people have a first middle and last name. And then when you get married, like I took my maiden name, my, the, my last name growing up, I changed that to my middle name when I took his last name. And some women, women do that. yeah, some women do that. Some women don't. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Your daughter's name sounds like a beautiful town in Iran. Oh. That's awesome. Ansley. Nice. This brand is beautiful. Oh, What's thank that? you, Rolfie. What city are you from? So I'm originally from a really small town called Pleasant Grove, Alabama. It's a small town outside of Birmingham. Z, nice. Uh, I like that better. Sorry, I wish I could say your name correctly, though. Oh, that's a great question, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Vadim, I believe you're new here. Thank you. Um, I hope, I hope uh, we're entertaining you or at least informing you. Thanks for stopping by. Did you want to talk about that? Uh, yep. So what did you say his name was? Uh, Vadim? Vadim, I think. Vadim? Maybe. I'm Vidal, sorry. Vadim. Are there any red tape problems to cross the border between states? Nope. You can just drive from state to state. No red tape. Yeah. In fact, that came up recently um, because our state of Maine doesn't have a lot of coronavirus cases. We're very lucky that we don't have any yet. Hopefully we won't have any. And of course, New York City is just the hardest hit area in this country. So every car has a license plate. It's a, it's a thing that identifies which state they come from. And a lot of people in Maine were complaining, oh, all of these New York plates are coming to Maine to escape the coronavirus. And they were worried that they were going to give us the coronavirus and our governor which is like the president for the state, our governor says, I am not going to close the border for Maine. We are all Americans and it's not legal to close the border. So you would think that, um, you know, even during the coronavirus, it might be difficult because I know in parts of Italy, they have zones where you can't go into different zones. That's not the case here. I did... Um, I made a video that talked about how in California they couldn't go from city to city. But right now in the Northeast, you are free to move. And when the coronavirus is not around, it's even more free to move. Um, let's see. That she's jealous of me. I don't know. Probably not. Jealous of me. Somebody said that you were jealous of me, which probably you are, right? Certainly. Yeah. Uh, hugs is a great way to express your emotion, but yeah, men, uh, but my father, I'm not, I'm not uh, the hugs, uh, alcohol is illegal in Iran. Oh, did no, I miss one? Is that a question? Maybe. Um, sorry. I skipped one. Hmm. Oh yeah, sure. Um, if it's, if, I mean, if you'd rather see her than me, which probably you would. Um, question was, do we plan on doing another video together? Yeah, we might. Um, if, you know, if people enjoyed it and think that we can offer different perspectives, different points of view, absolutely.
Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, Ibrahim, um, I'm a little worried about my daughter or my son joining on here. YouTube has some pretty strict rules about children being on here. And I do feel very comfortable with all of the people in here. I really do. You know, you guys have been showing up. Most people have been showing up. It would be a good group. And I know that you guys would want to see my daughter or my son for the same reason, you know, learning uh, how kids, teenagers are in the U.S. But I am a little, I'm hesitant. I think we've talked about that. I'm a little hesitant of bringing any of my children on like this right now. Oh, Marina asks, um, if there's a problem between us, Karn, there's a problem between us, how do you solve it when we're angry at each other? Who's the first to begin to fix the situation? Good question. Now, I know I have an answer for this one, but it'll be interesting to see what Jamie says. Should, should <laughs> I go for it? Yeah. I'm usually, because the things that we fight over, it's not really that much fighting. They're really small little things. They aren't the big things that would cause a divorce or cause a separation. So even if we disagree about something, um, they're not major issues. So whatever problem we have is literally fixed within the day. It's it, They're not these long lingering problems. And I mean, I'm trying to think of what a typical um, fight we might have. Um, uh, money is money. A lot of couples fight about money. We don't really fight about money. Jamie does all of the bills. She handles everything dealing with money. She's very good at that. Um, so I guess the short answer would be whatever we fight about is not earth shattering. We sometimes use that term to describe something really big. Whatever we fight over is very small and is usually fixed within an hour or two. But <laughs> sometimes I hold on to it a little longer, but you know, I think I'm a we really we really get over stuff quickly. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Ibrahim <laughs> is going to be our next guest. I would love that. I would love that. Um, yes. Yeah, so Maria, thank you. Very good question. Oh, it, it jumped again. Um. Sorry, guys. Very boring here. Is that where we're at? Do Americans care about the changing climate? Oh. Um, I, I would say it probably depends on where you live. Have you talked about the North and the South? Like no, Democrat, I, Republican? I think that's, yeah, I think that's a lot of Democrat, Republican. I've talked a little bit about it, but it was only like one live stream. And yeah. So if you're Democrat or more liberal with your thinking or... How about this? If... Trump. Just use yeah. Trump as so an example. So if you're like a Trump supporter, they probably don't really believe in climate change. If you're not a Trump supporter, then you probably really do climate change. I mean, I see it happening. Um, I think we need to do more to protect the climate. We try to do stuff here in our own family, like recycle and try not to use as much water or electricity. Um, but it just really depends on where you live or who you support or what kind of um, political side you're on. Yeah. You would think it would be a really easy issue, but it probably comes down mostly to money in the long run. There would be a lot of jobs lost if we went totally 
we call it green, helping the environment. And right now we have a president that is very conscious about the economy. And before we had the coronavirus, we had a very good economy. And so, but he was not in favor of getting rid of our fossil fuels, being dependent on oil for energy. So it keeps a lot of people employed. It keeps the economy good. Just unfortunately, the environment is hurt by it. And our kids will be hurt by it. And our kids' kids will be hurt by it. Uh, oh, Elena, nice to meet you too. Or maybe they're talking to each other. Maybe they're talking to each other. Um, Aroni said that, uh, oh, I'm not even going to touch that. We're, we love to go to the south of Italy as well. Naples, I want to go to Naples. Um, Do we answer that already? Marijuana. Oh, in all state. Oh, okay, okay. Marina asks, is marijuana legal in all states? That's a good question. Do you know the answer? Uh, it's not legal in all states, especially okay. in the South. And when um, we talk about the South, we're talking where we used to live in Alabama, the city of Atlanta, if you've heard of Memphis, New Orleans, Dallas, I would consider, um, Houston, that's southern. Texas Texas is... Half and half. Florida is not really southern. I mean, we can talk about that if anybody wants to know about like the south. Florida is not southern, even though it's in the southern United States. There's a lot of northern people that move down to Florida. So it's a little bit different. Oh. Yeah, it's... Don't skip that one. Okay. Yeah. Um, sorry, a Andrew and Russia. I know it's super late, super late. Sorry. Maybe you can catch us on the replay or something. And we are going long. This might be the longest one. But if people keep asking, and I mean, we don't have much to do. Nope. So I'm sorry if it's late. Or you can be like some people. Um, Cecilia, just fall asleep to us. The the podcast. I, I talk a little oh, bit. Oh, good. Yeah. Talk a little bit more monotone. monotone. Uh, I already did that one. Okay, the next one is, um, do we have a pet? Do we have a pet? Let me first say that I am allergic to dogs and cats, and so is my daughter. Take it away, if you'd like. But he won't let us get one that they're not allergic to. The hypoallergenic dogs, he won't let us get one. He'll move out. Well, if we have, uh, if we want, once the, the kids are out of the house, our children, our teenagers are out of the house, we'll be stuck with a dog and we want to take trips to places. We want to visit Italy. It's difficult to do with a dog. But yeah, that's a, maybe that, maybe that's, it's not really, there's never been a fight. That is a definite. Uh, I was going to bring a dog home one time. He left the house to go find a mattress to sleep on so he can move into another room. It's a big bone of contention. Oh, should we do that? Should we leave? Um, some people are saying they're going to bed. I understand that. Yeah, please don't stay up for us. I get it. It may be uh, just, what is it? Western Europe, maybe. And then um, South America that is still around. Um, maybe we'll do a couple more questions and maybe we'll, um, shut it down for now yep. and then maybe come back when it's uh, like a noon time for us and it'll be a little bit, um, earlier in some countries. So yeah, how about let's do that. 
Um, cannabis. Oh, what's Lolly? Lolly's asking a personal question about uh, cannabis. And oh, when did it become legal? Yes, good question. Uh, I think for a few years, it's been. I would say for a few years, it's been at least three or four. So for yeah, here in Maine. For, so pretty recent in yeah. our lives, though. It hasn't been legal for very long. No, and I don't really care. I mean, if you want to do it, that's fine. But I'm not a fan of you driving after you've done it. And um, I know that's really hard for policemen to tell right now, whether you're driving under the influence of marijuana or cannabis. Um, but I'm not a big fan of you being able to do that. And I know that's really hard to determine. And believe it or not, and we've known each other, like we said, she was 19, I was 20. Um, we've never, we've never done it. We've never smoked, um, marijuana. I probably did. It's so easy to just bounce things here. Um, let's just take a couple quick ones anyway. Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. I didn't know how I knew that Jamie had taught, but in front of the camera, you know, I'm still getting used to it. It does. It's different, but yeah, Jamie's doing a great job. Yeah. Thanks. You're welcome. I was just, I was just Thank preparing. Thank you, um, Larissa. Just in case. A couple. Uh, oh. Yeah, Elena asks this question. And it's a good one. And it's a difficult one. One that maybe is best answered in more of a video where I can have some notes and be 100% accurate. But medicine sometimes is free for certain people. And as yeah. you said, oh, um, go ahead. As, you, as Jamie said, over 65, it's basically like you've worked your whole life. Or maybe if you didn't work, you still will be granted free health care at the age of 65 if you can make it that far. You still have co-pays that you have to pay, but your insurance is basically paid for. There's a small percentage you have to pay. If you're a low-income family, too, you're able to get um, modified or free insurance, um, just depending on what your family's income is. Um, has to be pretty low to do that. Medicine is expensive depending on what type of insurance plan you have. If you have a good one, it's not. Like, we have a really good insurance plan, so our medicine is not that expensive, but that's not the case for everybody. Um, and health insurance is the same way. It depends on what your company, what percentage your company wants to pay for. Yeah. Teachers have really good insurance. We don't mm -hmm. get paid a ton, but they do take care of us pretty well with insurance. Hi, Fabio. And, um, Vadim, Vadim, I hope I'm saying your name correctly. Vadim, Vadim self-starter, um, boomers. We, I need to do a slang video on boomers. It's baby boomers is the term. Baby boomer comes from after World War II. There was a huge growth in the population. Everybody was having babies back then. And as Jamie uh, said earlier, maybe after the coronavirus, there might be a mini baby boom. Who knows? But yeah, so most of the baby boomers these days, probably in their 70s and 80s, maybe late 60s. But yeah, a lot of Trump's, um, and you say that, you say that a lot of Trump's electorate are baby boomers, but I see a lot of my friends on Facebook that are my age 
that are all on board with Trump. They are big Trump supporters. And even people where, where we live, our students, probably more my school than your school, mm-hmm. there are, because where I teach is mostly re- more, it's more Republican, where she teaches is more Democrat. But I see a lot of students that I teach, 12, 13, 14 years old, probably hearing it from their parents, but they also are big Trump supporters. It is 208 in, in Iran. Mary. Oh, Mary, you're I'm so sorry. You're a trooper to be here. And it's it's the we it's a weird thing though because a lot of people aren't necessarily working, and I see a lot of people staying up really late. Aroni, really late, and uh, and yeah, Jamie sometimes too. I'm I'm usually early in bed, and then I wake up really early. Um, as somebody said, I forgot was it early? The early bird gets the worm. I think somebody might have used that. Um, so I'm sorry if you are. Um, going to bed. Oh, Jamie sees a question. Oh. oh, we've talked about this in here. Yeah, but it would be interesting. And maybe you weren't in here, Rafael, when we talked about this. Rafael is from Brazil, I believe, right? Brazil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. we've yeah, yeah, we would love to visit Brazil one day. So, uh, Rafael, if you let us, maybe we'll sleep on your couch. How about that? We'll do that, right? We'll do that. Um, so yeah, it's a good question, and definitely great for Jamie. So, yeah, um, this is very interesting because I'm having to really, oh, sorry, they got to repeat the question. It's, is it common to call a girl woman as a guy? So, So, guys. yeah, so like we do say you guys and we just mean everybody in the group. Um, but I'm, I'm starting to see, especially with teaching, um, I have some with transgender, that's really not going to be something that we can do anymore we would need to say girls boys um we don't use men or women because they're not at that age um i know i've said and sometimes i have a girl that's transitioning to be a boy and i'll in in my all girl classes and i'll say girls let's go and then i'll have to catch myself and say everyone but it is common for people to call guys i don't even know how that got started just like in the south we say y'all, and it's everybody. And in the north, it's hey guys. I think. Yeah, I agree. And I mentioned that in this chat before. It's because we don't have a great pronoun for the you plural, like they have in Italian and French and Spanish. We don't have that, so each region has kind of adopted their own you guys, y'all, use guys, which you don't hear as much in the New York area, but. So, yeah, it's interesting. Um, I'm allergic to the, oh, oh, Fabio's allergic, but he still has a dog. I mean, I have sneezing fits. I'm surprised it's never happened on camera, but, and my daughter too, and my son has asthma. There's Uh, plenty of hypoallergenic dogs. We have a neighbor who has a great, a great dog. And I can, I can pet her. Um, This is, this is a great question. Ocha, I hope I'm saying your name, Ocha X. Um, How would we, and it is a little different uh, from person to person, but how would we greet each other in American culture? Like, let's say a foreigner would greet with a huge kiss. Kiss where? A A kiss, a hug or a kiss. A kiss on the lips or a kiss on the cheek, I think would be very different for 
Americans. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind hugging. I'm not a huge fan of being kissed, um, just because I find that very intimate. Um, most people either greet with a handshake, hello, how are you doing? Or if you know them on a, like a more personal level, um, for family or really close friends, you might give a hug. Um, we have close, well, I have close friends that I do that with. I have he, friends that I hug too, though. Who? Uh, Craig, uh, Ryan. If, uh, if the other person is a hugger, he gets, he doesn't go in for the hug first. He has to have a hug coming at him. That's the only way he hugs. Yeah. So I, I don't mind hugging. Um, I kiss on the cheek. I, I don't really, we don't really do that in America a lot. Uh, we have some Canadian friends who do that. Um, but it's mostly a hug, a handshake. Hello, how are you doing? What's up? Haven't seen you in a while. Um, but a, hug's, a hug is okay. Kissing, I'm just not a huge fan. But. And I know that um, a lot of Americans, we're pretty... We're pretty accepting of other cultures, I think, for the most part. On the news, you hear about the worst of us. But for the most part, if we knew a person was from a foreign country and they were just greeting us the way they normally greet other people, I think most people would be accepting I, yeah, of that. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. A couple more. I say a couple more, but there's still quite a few people in here. And I am, I'm sorry that um, it's late for people. You see another one? Oh, it's okay. We have a lot that we're missing. Sorry. We'll try to catch up. And I believe another new viewer. Thank you for joining. Or did? Or did? Great question about medicine and um, not an easy one to answer either. So like over-the-counter medicine, like um, headache medicine or stomach medicine or vitamins, that's not very expensive. Again, if you have good insurance... Medicine isn't going to be expensive. If you have a poor insurance or no insurance at all, it is unfortunately very expensive. And or did I did a video in an American pharmacy, a typical American pharmacy, a few months ago. So if you look back through my videos, you can actually see a tour of an American pharmacy that I, I went to. And when Jamie says over the counter, she means it's different from a prescription. A prescription a doctor gives you, and then you have to go to a pharmacist to get the medicine. Over-the-counter, anybody pretty much over the age of 18 maybe can get that medicine if they have the money. So, Do you work in the same school? Is it private school or public school? Uh, we do not work in the same schools, but we work in public ones. So free education for everyone. Fabio states, are there many foreign students where both of you teach? Um, I do have a lot of foreign students. I probably have 50 countries represented in my school alone. And I, I don't have as many. And you can tell, even though we work in the same state and she works only about 30 miles from I do, uh, from, what, from where I do, um, we teach in very different areas. So my students are mostly from the United States. I would say maybe 5% are from mostly Somalia, mostly. Where would you say most of your students are from? Uh, wow. Somalia, Vietnam. Um, Angola. Angola, the Congo. Um, those are, Congo is the big one. Syria, did you? Mm, no. no. When I taught in, in, in Portland, which is right 
where she teaches. She teaches in South Portland. Um, we had a lot of Syrian uh, students, Cambodian students. Did we mention Cambodian? No, but we do have some Cambodian students. Have some Russian students. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Thank you. I don't know how to say that name. Oh, Elena. Elena, Elena. thank you. Oh, Roni. Oh, good night. Oh, it bounces. It bounces. Good night, Abraham. 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 Roni. Sorry, said his name wrong, I'm sure. Um, it's a good question. Do we still keep in touch with our friends from high school? Uh, Facebook makes that so easy to do. So um, I'm still in contact with a lot of, with my close friends from high school. I had three friends of mine in high school in our wedding and I'm still in contact with them by text and on Facebook and yeah I would say because I know there are people in their 20s here and I've been asked how are your 20s your 30s um to be honest a lot of our friends our current friends the ones that we hang out with now are based on the activities that our children do and that's pretty common is that you lose touch with your high school friends, unless they were their really good friends, you might go out of your way to see them. But like Jamie said, Facebook is a great way to stay in touch. You might not necessarily see them. And it's depending, like our son plays hockey. He's very involved with hockey. A lot of our friends are parents of his teammates. Um, it's good for Madam, I am hoping I'm saying your name correctly. And thank you so much for joining because you're giving us some very good questions. Next one. Are there any management classes or economic literacy classes in your high school? Uh, you say school, but mostly in our high school, we do have a little bit of that. Like teaching people how to manage their money a little bit. Time management courses all freshmen when they enter high school depending on the school but our children will take a course it's kind of a study hall where they get to complete some of their work but they also are taught time management strategies there are classes that will teach you about managing your money but it's probably not enough it's, I would say it's definitely not enough. We we do a lot of that on our own here at home, but it's not enough. Okay, so Fabio has a question about a dog. We'll skip that one. No, it's not. A, he's. I think he's trying to make a case for us getting a Thank dog. Thank you, Fabio. Mm. Yeah. What do you think? He just wants. He just told us about his dog. He yeah. did a good job of adopting a dog. Yeah. It brings him happiness. Of course sweet, it does. I'm sure. Of course it does. But what when it and it takes a dump on your floor, right? Doesn't it? Crap. We've had a dog before, and that didn't happen. We okay. it was a very well trained dog. Okay. Oh, Rafael, are you asking? Um, should she study Portuguese? So, um, Rafael is asking, will you study a foreign language? Well, I tried to learn Spanish, like he's learning Italian, but I just, I get bored easily with things that I do, so I, I should really pick it up again. I really do want to learn Spanish, 
because Spanish in our country is becoming so big. Um, and I do have some Spanish speaking students. So I, it's was, it was, some of the words were easy for me to learn because it was similar to English. So I really should pick it up again because I do want to be able to converse with my Spanish speaking students. Um, I hate it too, Aroni. He hates the kissing on the cheek. Oh, the kissing on the cheek. I can see yeah. that's an Italian thing. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, Aroni, um, for people your age, is that going away? Like, is that tradition going away with uh, giving a kiss on the cheek? Free education for everybody. I do think education should be free for everybody. And I wish we could find a way to make somehow college more afford affordable here in America. It's really expensive. Fabio, um, do they study English with the rest of the students or in a different classroom? Well, I'll speak for my school. Uh, if you come to my school um, from another country, you're automatically immersed or put into English classes. Um, they do have pull-out classes where it's broken down even into smaller groups so they can learn English at a slower pace. But they all come to my physical <coughs> education class right off the bat. A lot of classes like that or like a computer class. Um, but you're thrown right in to try to get so they can start hearing the language. Um, I had some students who learn almost really good English in a year just from being in all these classes. So that's how it works at my school. Yeah, I would agree um, almost exactly. Excuse me. And what um, studies have shown is that for students coming in from another country, it is best to get them in class with other English speaking students as quickly as possible. So they will make friends and they pick up on the language. And most of our students are rather young, you know, 12, 13. So they might pick up on a language more than someone my age. Good night, Mateo. Thank you, it was nice to meet you. Aroni, Jamie, how many students do you have? That's a good question. Um, because I teach physical education, I see all the kids in my building. So we have about 430 students uh, for 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. So I see all those kids. Yeah, she has way more students than I do. Mm -hmm. I have 70. And, yeah, you're crazy. What are your dreams as a couple? We should probably... We should probably um, we should probably stop too. Mm. I know people are getting tired. Some people are getting tired. We've got a few less viewers. There's some still hanging on. It's probably, um, well, mostly, uh, and Aroni stays up all night, but <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, Brazil and uh, maybe Argentina and whatnot. I don't know. Uh, what are our dreams as a couple? I mean, we do, we want to travel a lot when we get done with our teaching career. I just want us to be happy and healthy and for our kids to do well and to enjoy our grandchildren one day. We're pretty simple. Yeah. Um, Fabio asked a great question about um, students with special needs. Mm -hmm. That's what we say, students with special needs. So um, are there special groups for with students for special needs? Is there support for them? And I'll say right off, compared to other countries, from what I've heard and speaking with um, – some viewers in here, especially in Brazil, um, we, I think, do a very good job. There's a lot of support for students with special needs. Um, and you you see 
Maybe so I actually do have one PE class. We call it adaptive physical education, where I adapt whatever I'm doing to fit their needs. So I have about eight children that are all um, special needs kids, and they do come with another adult to that class, and I do modify a lot of what we're doing. Um, one of my favorites um, is in a wheelchair, and he comes with a smile every day. So I do have one child that's wheelchair-bound that comes to my class. So, And they are in a um, – we actually do put them with regular ed students as like a buddy-type system. So maybe one more, and we should probably – I think people are, are getting tired there. That's a pretty good one, right? Oh, yep. Okay. Larissa. What subjects are your students good at? I'm, I, just, I, I want to keep answering questions, but then I feel um, badly because I know people are getting tired and leaving and they don't want to miss anything. Um, so what, what would you say our, our children are good at? So our son is really good at math and our daughter is a really great reader and she's an incredible writer. So language arts. Um, yeah, but um, our daughter's pretty good at math yep, too. Yeah, she's and really our, good at math. Our son too. loves our reading. Son loves reading. Yeah. Don't want to. Just thinking what. Right. This. Uh, yeah. The they, two that they do the best in. They really, uh, they really do try hard. So it's good that they, they're actually good at most things, if not all things at school. I mean, yep. they yeah, they they get really good grades. And I think it helps, you know, being teachers maybe. And when they were younger, we tried really hard to instill in them that they need a good education. And I think they're just going with that too. Then they, they're very, like you said earlier, we, we don't have to get on them about much. They, We're very, very lucky. Yeah. I hope that, knock on wood, I hope that never changes. I'm, I'm a night girl too, Aroni. Mm. I don't think there's any more questions. Oh, well. That's what I was looking to see. Oh, very nice. Okay. So yeah, why don't we uh, wrap it up for right now. And uh, I'll probably be on here uh, tomorrow at some point, maybe. But thank you all for joining. Any, thank any you. Final nice words? to meet you guys. This was fun. All right, good. It's a good group. It's great. It's great, right? We don't have to worry about any spammers or anything like that. No. All right, thank you so much, guys. We'll.